Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, Pastor John and I sit down to talk about the messages for Christmas Eve services, and we discuss this week's message in our series entitled Glory. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Armchair Preaching with Pastor John. Uh, Hello, everybody. And it is the Tuesday before Christmas. By this time next week, Christmas Day will be over. Although, I like to point this out, and this is one of the reasons people should follow the church calendar. Uh, Christmas lasts 12 days. Right? 12 days of Christmas is not... That's not just a song. That there's 12 days of Christmas, and it doesn't, it's not, and contrary to those who think it's the 12 days before Christmas, it is not. 12 days after, so we should be on, by this time next week, we'll be on the two turtle doves on the 12 days of Christmas. That's right, two turtle doves, (laughs) that's right. Um, By the way, what what episode is this, by the way? We're we're somewhere around 150 right now, aren't we? We're knocking on the door of 150, I think it's 149. There you go. So I think the way it's going to work out is that the first the first uh, episode of, of twenty now this is one forty eight this this one right now so the, the the second episode of the new year will be one fifty so there we go which is fun good which way to start fun. the year it'll be a good way to start the year so anyway uh, it is the second uh, it's the third week in Advent mm-hmm. uh, we're heading into Christmas Eve. I wanted to talk about Christmas Eve for a second because uh, for those that are you know new listeners to the podcast, we typically, and we'll do the same thing here, we will not record an episode next week, right. and we will not record an episode probably yeah. the week after that or the first uh, of the, the yeah, year. Christmas and New Year's, we'll take those off. We'll take these off. Church is happening. Sermons will be happening. Uh, we, I just won't, I won't, be, <laughs> I won't be here, so we're not going to record, and uh, we got different things happening, but I do want to talk about... The Christmas Eve sermon mm. and worship experience, and, and yeah. for people to have kind of an idea of what that looks like for us as we're thinking through Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve. Not now. This year is a little different because we do have a Sunday morning service because it it, it is a Sunday on Christmas Eve, and then three evening services. And point out to everybody that 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 Christmas Eve morning service will be a fourth Sunday in Advent. So we will not be singing Joy to the World. Not be singing Joy to the World. <laughs> don't, don't come in expecting to have the Christmas Eve type message on Christmas Eve morning. Yes. and, and Christmas to, Eve evening. To your credit, you are preaching, you're prepping two entirely different messages yeah. for the morning and the evening, because it is a fourth Sunday in Advent is yeah. a preparatory message. And for... Uh, on a, what is a very rare occasion, all three of the pastoral staff team will be leading I'm that, looking forward that, to that morning. That we, we never morning. get to be in the same room together, so that, yeah. that, that part's going to be great. Some people probably think we're the same person because we can't be in the same room yeah. at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's like it's we look very differently, but you know, yeah, yeah. it's like it's like yeah. Superman. How and do Clark, you do that, Clark? Yeah. Clark yeah. Yeah, right. But I want to talk to you about your preparation for actual Christmas Eve evening services. Evening. Yeah, when you're thinking through that message, and when you mentioned this in uh, the the staff meeting just a little bit ago about this is this is a time where uh, yeah. people are coming some some folks don't come to church 
throughout the year that they come on Easter, they come on Christmas Eve. Some people only come on Christmas Eve because it's not a typical Sunday morning service. And so they feel... They want to see high pageantry, big church. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a morning thing. So they, 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 they don't feel, you know, Easter is a little different because it is like a tip. It's not typical, but it is more close to what we do on a normal Sunday morning because we look at every Sunday as Resurrection Sunday, Christmas Eve, is an entirely different time yeah. of day. It's an entirely different type of service. So how do you, what's your mentality yeah, a, going into that when you're thinking from a message standpoint? Well, it's a good point to talk about the differences between Easter and Christmas is a Christmas Eve is a good, good point because on both what they both have in common is that people who don't normally come to church will come to church. And we're seeing even shifts in, in, in that, but we know that that's, that's true in general. We know that just by, by attendance. And yeah. sometimes it's, it's our own people who, you know, we have a lot of people who, if they all showed up to church every week, would be like Christmas and Christmas Eve and Easter, but they don't. They're, they're, they're yeah. traveling their businesses. They have gone vacation, things like that. So part of it is part of the preparation for Christmas Eve. What makes it unique is that you really do know that there are people, um, for example, our, at our 11 p.m., Christmas Eve service, uh, there has been some conversation about how the majority of the people who are in that service are not members of our church. Yeah. So you are aware that they are Christians or they are friends of Christians who are coming to church with them who are not members of, of your church, and they want something special that, that night. They're, you, they're looking for the candle lighting, and they're looking for that experience. So A lot of times they come from, as we found, they come from what we would, lack of a better term, higher church traditions. Yeah. So like a lot of Catholics. A lot of Catholics uh, w- that have a lot of pageantry on, on Christmas Eve yeah. and, and a lot of uh, a lot of Reformed Catholics or Reformed Anglicans or Episcopalians. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and the way that that affects the message is, um, is it's like anything. You are aware that people who are coming in here with, um, with very um, – kind of in a self-professed way, very minimal experiences with the church. Yeah. Maybe they had a long time of it, and they got away from it, and they're just kind of putting their toe back in twice a year. You know? yeah. So they're, they're going to be there that day. You're also aware that people are coming in for you know multitude of, of motivations. Uh, some of them are looking to see if, the, if there are answers to the questions that they're asking in life, which are hard, larger, epic, transcendent types of, of questions of destiny and, and meaning and purpose and existence. Some are looking to see if there's answers to that. Some are there because they're hurting mm-hmm. and uh, they're coming in broken. And some are there because they're, it's, it, they're with their family. Yeah. And it's an amazing time. They're having a great, great night. So I'm, I, I don't know about you. I, I think about those people the, all throughout preparation and just try to address them. I, for years, I would say something. We, we said something about this. Somebody said something about this this morning in staff, is that some people just get, they're there because they get dragged there. They get dragged there, yeah. And my buddy yeah. used to say, I got, I, when I was a kid, I had a drug problem. I was like, <laughs> what, you had a drug problem? Yeah, I got drugged to church every week. You know, I got drugged <laughs> to church every Christmas Eve. So how does that affect the the, the writing? You you want to write in a way that, it, you know, we try to do this weekly where we're, where we're not speaking in code. yeah. And it's really easy to fall into speaking Very in code uh, because we've been at it for so long. Do you go we, back when I, I, I just stopped there? Yeah. Because do you go back and you when you reread when you read your messages before you're prepping them? Do you all do you kind of look at, look at it and you kind of like oh man I should you know I need to yeah. I need to tweak that? Yeah. Do you do that when you're looking? I do. At that? I, yeah. I I do go through back. I, I go look through the message and say 
and I, 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 it's not a conscious thought at this point. It's just I know I go through one of the sweeps through is like, is this understandable to yeah. the average to, to the average person? And I know some, sometimes you make those decisions where, you know, I know that's not understandable, but I'm going to have to let it sit there. It's yeah, going to it's yeah. gonna have to hang out there. Yeah. And sometimes like that's not understandable. And I just need to not end that sentence with a period, put a comma there, explain what it is and move on. So yeah. um, so I'm aware of aware of that. What's unusual, I, I think. This year and last year we did this. Uh, we is is that we're also I'm also compressed on time, because the format for the 8 p.m. and the 11 p.m. in classic, which are the two that I'm doing, it's not sermon heavy. Yours is sermon heavy. The 5:30 is more sermon. It's heavy, heavier than mine. There's a little more space yeah. for it, but even that too. I mean, we. I mean, Jennifer does all Jennifer and, and her predecessor HL that, that we. I always had them do one more. one or two more songs than normal, and we also add. A children's reading component to the five thirty service. So, um, yeah, it's I I don't like like a normal week. You and I will preach between twenty and thirty minutes, like twenty yeah. to twenty. I mean, we we try to yeah. shoot for I, I try to shoot for twenty five to twenty eight minutes. That's like I find it's my the sweet spot mm-hmm. um, of people's attention spans and my ability to remain cogent in my thoughts without like without veering too far down rabbit trails yeah um at christmas eve i i, I shoot for for 15 minutes or less i mean yeah. that's i'd shoot for 15 same thing minutes, so yeah so I, that's a it's a so you have a you have a shorter message you know shorter than we are used to yeah. message um and other some of those people come out of the high liturgy if you have a 15 minute message that's, that's three, like three s- that's three minutes longer than they're used to <laughs> so so it is a homily to, yeah. to say it that way it's it's a it's a homily uh which means a short sermon basically and uh and so it's shorter. It's it's shorter, and you want to you want to you want to make sure that we are clear about the gospel. Very much so. Yeah. So we want to make sure that gets out there. That there's there's gospel in this. There's truth that's being communicated. It's not just a you know warm and fuzzy feel good mm-hmm. feel good message. I mean it usually is, but you know want to make sure there's there's that to it. And you want to be sensitive to the to the variety of motivations of the people who are showing up. So it's, it's a an, lot. It's a it's an interesting in night. fifteen minutes or less. In fifteen minutes or less. Well, yeah. the whole service is shaped that, that way, but the fifteen minutes. That we're on. That's you're, yeah. you're, you're. We are aware of all of those things. I assume you're you're doing the same thing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and actually, you know, so I started writing, um, really seriously writing the message yesterday, mm-hmm. and looking at kind of the scripture topics. You know, we, we we've we've gone. We're going through the lectionary for this season, and that has presented some interesting. And we'll talk more about this week, but presenting some interesting kind of uh, inroads into Advent and now. Now Christmas and uh, yeah, for me there, there's there's the, I, my biggest goal is to make sure that the gospel is as clear as yeah. possible because you you never like you said you never know why people are there and you also don't know what the Holy Spirit's doing in a person's life at that yeah. that moment and and we get this we get this um, really sacred and. Uh, frightening task to to be conduits of the gospel yeah. maybe for people it's the first time or maybe like you said it's it's for people who have been who've who've drifted away from the church for very valid reasons i mean that i don't i don't i think sometimes it's easy to villainize people who drift from the church right uh, as 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 people who work in vocational ministry but 
you know, we don't know what God's doing. No. We're, and the we're, fact that they're there, we're going to re- we're going to rejoice with that. Absolutely, and and to be very cognizant and aware, but also to balance that with the folks that are here every Sunday, you know, and and who are coming as this is for them. This is a a, a part of their 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 ongoing progressive journey of faith, yeah. you know, and not to and not to minimize that. And the vast majority of people that will be here on Sunday are fairly regular attenders. I mean, we're, we because you know we'll have between uh, not not the ten thirty withstanding, but we will have five thirty eight and eleven. You know, right right at about a thousand thousand, or, people, thousand yeah. or more people yeah. here, and and and. A lot of those folks are here at least monthly, uh, if not more often than yeah. that. And to 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 be um, sensitive to their their spiritual need. Now, that said, you you can never never hear the gospel message, the, yeah. the pure gospel. It's just the inroads that we try to find to to the gospel. You you know, with the Christmas message, the Christmas story as the jumping off point. Yeah. And, uh, I have a I have an interesting um sort of twist on this year as well because I've had several people reacted to last year. Uh, last year I told the story about how in the in the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, when Linus gets does the narration of the Luke Luke two passage, yeah, uh, there's a moment where he drops his blanket. Yeah, I've used that too. I've and, used that uh, as well too. So yeah. I use that, and 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 we had and we started this thing with the, uh, you know, Tom Angui played the played the music from that, and yeah. so that was that was the message of it. And I've heard probably you know half dozen or more times all year long. What are you going to do this year to top that? Yeah, and my answer has been nothing. Yeah, it's not, I'm going to I'm going to. I'm going to preach the next message. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's that was great. I'm glad it was a great. That's a great message. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed that. But you know, this year is really just about another way to come back at the story of Jesus. That that's but that's a great point. I wonder how you manage that in your own mind, though. Like because we do, we say, well, it's not my job to top those things. But yeah. do you ever get that temptation? Do you ever feel that like you you know that that people have an expectation? Because I I, I will tell yeah. you just honestly, I do. I have to tamp yeah, that but down. I, but I, I it really kind of well the way I the way I address it is just it's just next it's next run the next play. Yeah. You know. It's it's really that it's just I I can't I can't I can't manage whether I can top that that or not. Yeah. I mean I I just I did my very best when I when I created that one that people liked. So I, you know, I next, it's time to run the next play. I'm going to do my best running the next play. I'm going to do my best preaching the next sermon. So if it happens to top it, it's great. Um, oftentimes, if I'm really with somebody and I'm honest with them, I'll say, "Well, lower your expectations." <laughs> just well, to just to say, look, if you, that was great. You know, if, if if your perception of what is great and what is not great is probably going to be lower next time. Yeah, but it's still going to be good. But it's also too. It's like we have to remember too. It's like there's three to four hundred people in the room, and for one person, because I've used that that Linus illustration before, and I, I had people come up, and I, I was actually in Vine, uh, the 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 uh, more uh, family service that year. Oh, I'm always in that service. I've ne- I've never appreciated clock here, <laughs> but um, but it's uh, but I use that. You're I, welcome, by the way. That's, that's right. That's part. That's, that's right. part of. I mean, I'm I don't have it with classic, but I also know you are a family man. That's right. Let's get you home. But what? But I have the benefit of the screens, so I actually could yeah. show it that moment. And, oh yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. run it back, and and how how many people come up to you and go. I've watched never that noticed that every year, and I never notice that. Well, but then, but then they'll the, only notice it now from yeah, now on. But and that's the hope. The hope is that they'll watch that, 
and say, and they'll it, they'll be reminded of that that gospel yeah. truth, not just my security is not in my blanket. Exactly, my security is in Christ. Exactly, and 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 I need to give up any. We, I mean, we yeah. obviously we, <laughs> we were preaching the same message, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but that was years before. But it's it is one of those things where it's like, but for for that group of people, it was impactful. But for another group of people, they're like, oh well, that's that's nice, and. Our job is to 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 preach to the entire group and prayerfully, yeah. God, you know, we prayerfully uh, ask the Lord to give us the thing that's going to reach the most people. Yeah. And 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 it's always funny what what hits one person in one section; it's another thing in another section. And God, because everybody's created yeah. uniquely, and, and thankfully we don't know how they're created, but God does. And yeah. that this is a this is not just a. As we we've said this many many times on this podcast, not a TED talk, you know, this is not a ten minute uh, yeah, TED ten, talk. Ten talk, is, TED talk in a concert. Yeah, this is this is uh, this is a spiritual thing. We believe this is a spiritual thing, and and uh, it is interesting though. And and I think the last couple of years have been especially interesting because of the calendar has made it even more interesting because we've had to manage the Sunday morning expectations. Last year. Yeah. Christmas Day was on Sunday morning, yeah. and so we had to manage, okay, well, what are we going to do on the Lord's Day? Because it's yeah. still the Lord's Day in terms of the weekly ro- rotation of things, but it's also Christmas. So we've had to do something different with the Sunday mornings. This this year, Christmas Eve is on a Sunday. Next year, it'll start to get back to normal midweek kind of time frame. So in some ways easier, some ways more more difficult, as you were pointing out earlier, that uh, before we recorded that 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 actually you have because you have your normal Sundays and you have the the normal Christmas Eve you end up having more work in a single week more services yeah more and services that, and that gets to be or two weeks yeah it gets to be a challenge in another way but easier to manage people's expectations about yeah. what because this year we're having to manage people's expectations about what the Sunday morning service is going to be versus the Sunday evening service is going to yeah. be because we were noticing and you were noticing uh pointing out before we recorded that a lot of churches are just doing sunday morning in our area yeah not doing any some large churches in our area yeah. one saturday night and one sunday morning and that's it yeah and it's it's you know i don't know what the motivation is behind that specifically i've I, I've, I've certainly heard of other churches doing things similar i don't I don't necessarily not not only don't I not understand it, I don't necessarily agree with it. You know, this is this is a very uh, important season and uh, an important. I mean, this is this is the incarnation. I mean, like you and I both know people from those churches who will be coming to our yeah. Christmas Eve services for that very reason. Ne- I mean, next their thinking is the same yeah. way we're, we're thinking that yeah. this is a night that we set aside in our in our year to really sit with the message of the birth of Jesus. Yeah, and not that they can't do that in the morning, but it just I don't know. I, I like the I like that there is an extra level of ceremony, yeah. and and and. Not I know I do not mean this in a derogatory way at all, but there is that extra level of pomp and circumstance to yeah. it because it deserves it. Because you're talking about in in terms of that Philippians two, um, emptying. Kind of, yeah, when you talk about the sacrifice of the Son of God, this is this is step one, right? I mean, this or step one and two of sacrifice. This is. The Son of God, not counting equality with God a thing to be grasped, but making himself like us. I mean, taking on human nature. That is, I, we do not, 
unless we make it a big deal, people don't understand how big a deal that sacrifice is. Before the sacrifice of the cross, there was that sacrifice. And and Josh Schweitzer pointed out in his remarks, in his prayer, that that then he didn't come as a king, like in, in... the pageantry of of Rome, or you know, in comfort, he came as as a servant. I mean, the, that's all Christmas. I mean, that's Christmas. That's Advent in Christmas. That's what. It, yeah. that, and, and I don't know. I like yeah, the, I no, like the yeah, marking no. of it. Yeah, you and, can tell I get a little preachy about that too. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I, I think, think that I do think we lose that though. I do think that we lose the uh, the um, the extent the the, the the supreme sacrifice. Yeah, we we always we always attribute that to Easter. You're right, and uh, and and we don't attribute it uh, and don't think of it as much at Christmas because it's just the it's the birth of Jesus. Yeah. But that was that that was, and I had one one of my systematic theology professors said, you know, this is the great act of God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, the, the 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 redemptive work on the cross is that that completed the the act and ultimately completion of the end of the ages and all. But the 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 great act of God. Is choosing to become flesh and blood. God, I mean, and that's, and isn't that the thing that really separates? Um, that's the beginning of what separates Christianity from every other religion in the world. That God becomes humanity. Not that humanity is God. Not no. that, but that God actually becomes human, and not not as as the as the 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 docetics would have said. Not just appearing, appearing to, to be, be yeah. a, a man, but actually flesh yeah. and blood human 100%. being yeah i mean that i don't know I, you can tell i get excited about yeah. it because i because it is it's it's such a to me i i remember when i first kind of when the weight of that sacrifice like really crashed in on me that was like so game changer mind-boggling I, yeah and i've been a christian a long time at that point you know i had been in in church a long time at that point but it just i don't know because i think and you said this in your message this week you kind of kicked off the 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 message this week talking about the difference between advent preparation right. and the christmas story we're going to get there you said that we're going to get slow there down. Wait, slow wait, down wait, wait. slow down and and you know the second coming we we have kind of hinted at that in in this series but that's something else entirely but to slow down and really wrestle with the preparation for that i think is the antidote to not fully grasping the sacrifice of Christmas, right? Because when we rush to angels and shepherds and, and, and we've, we've, you know, we've thrown little nuggets there, but that's not been the focus. Right. But oh yeah, yeah. Glory Christmas was a a big nugget. So, you know, had all of that in there, the big big concert. But I think it's the, I think the slowing down during Advent is some of the antidote to, not just making losing Christmas the fluffy white lambs, which we had, like you said, we had at the Little Shepherd's the Christmas. Best. It's right, which best. is awesome. But it's like if that's the, if that's all we talk about for four weeks, then it is easy to miss the weight of the sacrifice of the manger. Mm-hmm. And you know, we we've been in the last couple of weeks really focused on the preparation of that with John the Baptist. And I'm curious what how you when you're looking at this week versus last week, because there in a lot of ways there's a lot of similarities. Yes, yeah, almost I mean it's Isaiah and John the Baptist. Those yeah. are the, those are the two players. So how did you approach differentiating last week from this week? I think it was really really that the I mean last week was the fact that John was John was there to do the announcing work to in fulfillment of uh, the prophecy. We even had in and John 
the gospel writer John this week the 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 work that John was doing in referencing back to Isaiah. So, yeah. but last week was more about the fact that he was announcing to the world the fact that this was predicted and that he did. This week was really more about the content of the announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the, the content of the announcements was was that that the savior of the world is coming. I mean, I I I settled in on the on the gospel and the idea that the gospel is tied to to Christmas. If we don't see that, we we miss miss something. But it was that it was that is that. But but we both ca- caught the you know part part of the effect of the gospel is the. Um, the, the moving from brokenness to joy, which is your mm-hmm. one of your main points, is all of those movements from this to that, from this to that. And out, that, out and that of was really, I felt that I felt that same kind of theme coming out in your in your message too. It was very much a gospel centered, but what is that gospel? Because you, I mean, it's the restoration. It's the restoration. Yeah. I mean, that was the word that that you used, which is a, which is a fantastic word. It was the restoration of brokenness. It's yeah. the restoration of from sin to forgiveness. It was a, that movement. Yeah. Um, I found it really this week to be um, really a refreshing Advent mess. I don't know if that's the right word, but it, it just to to focus on that movement because we do know a lot of people that are really really hurting yeah. during this season, and yeah. and we know a lot of people who for whom this is a first first. Christmas without us a loved one. Yeah, uh, we know a lot of people for whom this is a reminder of broken relationships, yeah. or they're in the hospital. Yeah, you know, and and I felt like this was such a good in the way you presented it, um, and just reminding us that this is what it's all about, right? This is what the season is about is is, is reminding us of this good news yeah. and what that good news actually means in our lives is is not. Because if the good news is just the frothy, fluffy white lambs, yeah, yeah that was great. That, you, yeah, yeah. You, you had a, the frothy, frothy songs. I'll use that word several times. Frothy, I love that. Yeah, I don't. I think maybe I was drinking a latte or something when I was writing that part. <laughs> but it was like, but it's just, but that when we when we make, and I love the joyful stuff. And I think in last week's message, you, you talked about enjoy it, enjoy all the 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 yeah, all the things we do, the, all the things I do, we do. you do. I yeah. know you're. Yeah, Clark Griswold at your house. That's so, right. Yeah. Enjoy that, but but enjoy it for the right don't, reasons. Don't lose sight of what's, yeah. what's there. And I, I just think that's a, I think that's an important message because some people will go to those messages like we have this week and last week and talk about the restoration and get real. It's real serious and real um, meaty and real yeah. um, earthy, you know. Uh, and then and then use that as an excuse to kind of rail against all the the light and and. You know, well, yeah. If you, but if you don't, if you don't end up with where you ended up with that, we are wrapped in the good news, and others ought to be able to see the good news. Is we're just railing against the darkness of the world, and you even mentioned that that there are some who just seem to—I uh, can't remember how you said it—that uh, they seem to be just glory in the in the in the negative things of, of the yes. world. They don't really get past it. Um, and and listen, confession: I I can be that person, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, I I just. Full full disclosure. Well, in moments, yeah, but uh, you're not that you're not that in temperament. You are, yeah. there are moments where where we're all going to be like that, yeah. certainly. Uh, but 
but to be wrapped in the in the in the good news of, of the gospel. That was, that was great. You, you cleverly handed out your wrapping paper as yeah. well. That was, that was one. I actually had a piece. Of, Seal was in my my wife is in yeah, she was a in, greeter she was in this fine, year, yeah. so she she there's a piece of wrapping paper. Now I, I wasn't until I watched your sermon that I figured what what it was. What she didn't that? tell me what it was. Yeah. It just showed up. I don't, I don't recognize that. <laughs> but that was just you know just but. But and and for me it was like there's darkness in the world, but the answer to God's answer to darkness is light. Yeah, and yeah. so 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 the so so there is this restoration that comes into this world as a result of that, and that's where my image of the I can't save your marriage, but but the one who who can oh, that, I, can't I, save your marriage. I, I love that illustration too because I I you know that's the that's the you know we, we people talk about. Um, folks that have savior complexes. They feel like they have to save everybody, right? And pastors can be like, we, yeah. we, we, we can we can fall into the trap of feeling like we have to do that. Yeah. But I loved how you use that illustration because how many times have we had people come in, they look for us to be the savior. Yeah. And we're like, no, 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 no. We can introduce you to the savior. Yeah. And yeah. I loved how you said, there's a lot of work to be done. I can counsel you, but it starts with this spiritual reality. Yeah, the heart has to be right, and and I hit a little heavier in in, in the live services that both of you. I can't remember how I did on the on the recording, but both of you yielding will mm. give you if if both of you yield, you will have something you've never had before. And you then took that to say it's not just marriages, but it, it's it it can business change change yeah, how you, yeah. you deal with in your business and change how you are at schools, and and you even went. To like institutional level thing, things like ch- schools would be different, businesses would be different, governments would be different, um, and and I really love that you 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 take take a a personal micro example of the, of what the gospel can do in a marriage, and say, but this actually has could have when if we all live, took it seriously. Like, when everybody lives that out everywhere else, yeah, ripple effects into larger structural changes for society. If mm-hmm. we if if the if the believer, the follower of Jesus Christ would take that seriously, that the good news matters in those areas and yield to that yeah. in their in their school, in their business or whatever, it would have that kind of mass, on mass change. Have you noticed, because um, you did it at the end of your sermon, that was built into what you were just describing in my, my sermon, and we've had several moments of this, and I think we're coming, we have a few more of these as well, that how much Go Tell It on the Mountain there has been in this, yeah. th- this series? Uh, not like the whole series, thing has been about that, but part of the implication of this, like last week, or the, well, the announced glory week was mm-hmm. it was about you know okay so John the Baptist has come uh, Isaiah came to announce that this glory is coming now it's up to us yeah we get we are the one to go announce this glory there's been a there's been a fair amount of that I mean, if anything it's maybe a bit of a surprise even though I. We had it written out ahead of time, but still, just to see, oh yeah, that that theme has woven through here is that the implications of the this great act of God mm-hmm. of becoming flesh and blood uh, internalized inside of ourselves are um, that others will see it wrapped inside of us and they will long for that, and perhaps we just need to give them just just go to them, yeah, which is which how you said it. We need to go. Who are they? And then that's where you ended. Like, who are these people? There's a there's a strong e- e- evangelism. Uh, element to something that doesn't sound like there ought to be a strong evangelism element to it. Yeah. The birth of the, of Jesus, the Savior of the world, coming into this world, um, that seems like it's something we would just go to admire. Yeah, but that wasn't the reaction of the shepherds, and that no. wasn't the reaction of of John the Baptist. And, and, not, the, yeah. and we're and we're we have got this refrain going. It ought not be the reaction of us as well. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and 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 that's been I think God's plan all along. You know, I mean, what what is the Genesis twelve promise? Is not just that Israel that Abraham's family would be great and and large, but that all the nations of the earth would be blessed through Abraham. And then Isaiah picks up that refrain over and over and over again. And and uh, so it should make more sense to us than I think sometimes it does when you're thinking about the 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 concept of Christmas and the concept yeah. of the Christmas season. So we're, 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 I, it's funny how we get surprised by that. And I do too. I'm the same way. And then I'm like, oh, wait, it's it's written all over yeah. this, right? This, this is what this is all about. And maybe it's just that that I was doing it, you know, we don't talk about these mm-hmm. services ahead of time. And then and I'm, and I'm listening to you do it at the same time. So look at there. Yeah, alignment, <laughs> a right. through line, it's right, right there. It's almost like the Holy Spirit knows <laughs> what's going on here, and, and, and that and it confirms everything that we know to be true. Is that uh, and you did a great job of saying. I don't remember where it was at the beginning of the sermon where you where you said this, but just the the I, the invitational nature of this of this faith is just mm. is built into it. Yeah, and so if you want somebody to have a good experience uh, on. Um, uh, in Christmas, Christmas Eve, invite them. Yeah, that was that. that maybe what make the, take that awkward step, make that yeah. awkward step or difficult step of just all right now. Invite them to come with you. Yeah, how's how does look? Those of you who are listening right now, how did you look? Me, how did I get to get into the church? My wife invited me. That's right. That's right. You know, how, did, how does anybody get to the church? Somebody invites them. That's that's still 80-plus percent of the well, time how people come to the faith. Well, and, and I think we mentioned this last week, and, and you know, Bear's mentioning again, you know, the 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 book that that I've read that you you're reading right now the great dechurching it's one of the it's one of the the Christian book distributors book of the years the great dechurching and the bottom line is people want to ask the question well, how, why are 40 million people not in church anymore and there's a lot of reasons for why they're not there now but then the question that follows is what does it take to get them back and for the vast majority it's simply I think there's one category that said you're not getting them back one category that said they're at, five or six yeah. or so so five or six five of those categories they're coming back yeah they and could how? absolutely and it's just being if. in relationship and making the ask it's a person who's in the in the congregation who knows that person just picking up the phone saying hey you know love to take you to lunch after church come why don't you come with me you know it's it's literally that that for the majority i mean it's it, there we say that as though it's like so easy because and people well, it's got to be a bigger answer that it's re- they're really isn't I mean, and really, when you look at it, it's not just sociological research that bears this out. I mean, look at how Jesus. I mean, what yeah. were what were his invitations to the majority of the people? Come, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come, and you will see. Yeah. You know, uh, let's eat. Let's eat dinner together. Let's eat lunch together. It's it's really that. It's relationally yeah. based, and 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 it's it's, and a, it's, it's a, easy. It's easier during this time of year than any other time of year. My my first church out of seminary. I'm in a pastors, a city group of pastors. So we're all these pastors from different traditions. And one African American pastor said, "We were talking about evangelism, reaching our community." And he said, "Look, I've done everything. I've yeah. done evangelism explosion. I've done the the four spiritual laws. I've done the Romans Road. I've done relational evangelism. I've done corner street corner evangelism." I said, "Pamphlets, handing out the the tracks and all this." He said, "I've done everything, and I'm telling you, there is no substitute for one person inviting another person yeah. to say, join me.' Because what are they? They're, they're looking for friendships. I mean, yeah. people are looking for for community." Yeah. They're looking for community. I think every I, we're all looking for community. I, I, I value the community of this church. Yeah, 
Yeah. 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 I want to hang out with these people yeah. and then be able to do do great faith together. Well, and, and it's, it, you know, you talk about at the beginning, you know, why do people, one of the reasons, why do they come to church on, on Christmas Eve? You know, they're, some, of, some of the people, I think a lot of the people are asking, does this place have an answer for the biggest questions uh, that, that, I, that, I, that I'm asking? Yeah. And one of the biggest questions I think people ask is, am I alone? Yeah. Am I am I alone? Are there people? Do I belong? Yeah. Where do I belong? And and we can we can um we can be that. You know, we can be that. So anyway, that's 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 the fourth Sunday, third Sunday in Advent. Fourth Sunday in Advent is Sunday, this Sunday, Christmas Eve, but it's at ten thirty. So encourage everybody to come out to that. I did hear ugly sweaters this morning. Did you hear that? I heard ugly sweaters from some of the men's group uh, at ten thirty. <laughs> so you will not be uh, you will not be shut uh, shut out if you come with your ugly sweater. So yeah, well, I'm not sure we're making a church wide appeal for that, but uh, but there are just be aware. Well, of you know what, you and I are going to be wearing robes, so we could have <laughs> yeah. ugly sweaters on underneath. It Maybe we will. Is it? You know, you I, I don't own one. I don't own one either. I have to borrow one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not apt to drop fifty or sixty bucks on a sweater <laughs> like that. But you know what? To each his own, I suppose, in that way. But uh, this 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 Sunday, one ten thirty service uh, in the sanctuary. We are going to mm-hmm. have music from Jennifer and Tyson Voigt as well. Yeah. So there'll be some mixtures of the services. Going to be great, as we all already mentioned. Paul Suich and I and Pastor John will all be kind of sharing leadership uh, duties in that service, and then. Uh, Three evening services, five thirty in Loudon Halls, our more family friendly ish, relaxed service, and that's the one that will have uh, nursery childcare provided, uh, and then an eight o'clock service in the sanctuary uh, with carols and 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 uh, and the Christmas story mm-hmm. and um, the choir and some soloists. Eleven o'clock will also have a communion. That will yeah, be that's the, nice. That, that'll be the biggest difference, uh, but all the services uh, will end with Silent Night and the lighting of the candles reminding us of the light of the world of Jesus Christ that has been given to us. So Followed by joy to the world. Followed by joy to the world in all three then services. Then we'll sing it. We'll finally sing finally it. Sing it. Yeah. Finally sing it. I've been singing it all year, yeah. but you know. Uh, and, and if you missed this week's message or any one of our messages in this series entitled Glory, we encourage you to head to our website, fpclakeland.org. Click on the worship page in the Sermon Archive tab to watch complete services for both our modern and our classic services. And if you uh, are so inclined, you're listening to this, be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to your podcast, uh, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Uh, Be sure to uh, give us a like, review it, five stars, always appreciated, and uh, gives, gives people an opportunity to not only be connected to this podcast, but to the larger church as well. So an invitational... There uh, it is. E- easy invitations on social an- media. It's always the answer. It is is the answer. So we encourage you to do that. Pastor John, uh, blessings as you get ready for Christmas Eve. Thank you. You've got to you two, your, your two, as well. two messages for you this weekend. So. Two messages, and yeah. I hope you have a great Christmas day with your family yeah. as well. And, and we're getting on a ro- we're hitting the road the day after, so we're going to be headed to the mountains for good for you twenty sixth through the thirty first. So we'll, hey, we'll maybe we'll, uh, maybe it'll be a white Christmas for you. You know, they, you know, somebody told me that they don't actually get a lot of snow up there in that valley area. Like, uh, it's all around them, but now I'm like, well, we're going to have to drive to go see some snow. Because my, my daughter's never, ever seen snow. My wow. son does not remember it. Um, he's seen it once when he was, you know, literally uh, 15, 16 months old. He does obviously not remember that. 
and uh, so we might go see that. But I'm 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 perfectly happy to not be in the snow. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. You you mentioned it in your sermon that uh, that that you know it's nice for like one one hour, and then you got to shovel absolutely. it and you know, work in it and all that. Yeah, that. That's, I don't, 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 no, don't, don't worry about. I don't worry. We don't worry about frozen pipes. We don't worry about. <laughs> I'm like so grateful to live in the state of Florida for that reason. I'm that with reason you. alone. Yeah. And today's our call. again. This is third third podcast in a row. It's been cold. Cold it Tuesday. is. It's, uh, it's nearly. I'm nearly freezing to death at 53 degrees outside. So. This is the coldest of the three podcasts. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Pastor John, thanks for hanging out, and uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. And we will uh, see everybody in the uh, new year.